0: You got your hot dogs. Welcome, everyone, to Skidmark Central, the best NASCAR podcast in the multiverse. Um, usually, I'd have Andy with me, but uh, today we're doing a solo cast, so you just have, you just have Dak. Andy is out. Living his best life. Um, no sponsor this week as well, because that's Andy's job to get those sponsors, so you can send him a big thank you for those. Um but we did have a race this week, nonetheless, uh at Coda. Um it was an interesting one, the first road course without uh stage cautions um since I, I want to say like 2016. Um so a long time ago. It's it's kind of amazing we've been doing stage races that long. I still kinda of think I'm just relatively new, but uh been doing them for a while. And I I think it was I think it was needed. Um I think we, we got the we got what what we wanted. I'm not gonna go through the full race today because i I just don't want to. <laughs> uh but it was uh it was a very interesting race. The first part of the race kind of felt like an old nascar race because without those stage breaks um you could actually get some some different strategies going on um and different things happening where uh the stage cautions really put everyone in a bubble um so you had people staying out you had, you had tyler uh reddick staying out um doing a different stop strategy um and cautions did kind of ruin that at the end but it, w- it was still cool to see people be able to do different strategies um, beyond different agendas and still be competitive and you wouldn't have to necessarily uh, gimp yourself to try to get those stage points um, you could you could run your race uh, so I, I think this was definitely a good thing um i would like to see them bring it to other races but i i don't know if that's gonna happen just because they like their their cautions for uh one the in person um, entertainment of being out that breaks people go to the bathrooms buy stuff whatnot um to the tv cautions uh because people just uh the networks want to be able to run commercials to pay for things and the stage caution gives them some guaranteed time to do that but i think i think will it'll be a while if they ever do it before we see uh cautionless stages everywhere but it it seems like it was a a good move um for this race and I'm i'm glad they did it uh so, like I said, the the first part of the race felt, yeah, like almost like an old school NASCAR race. No cautions. People were running different strategies. Um, nothing too crazy happening. Um, I mean, you had a, a couple spins. Bob Wallace uh, going nuts, um, and it, uh, yeah, I don't know, normal NASCAR race. Tyler Reddick, the really the class of the field the whole time. Um, you had the only other person kind of challenging him was William Byron. You had some good battles with him. William B. Uh, won the second stage, I want to say. No, he won the first stage. Um, and Tyler Reddick, of course, won the second stage. Uh, but those seemed like pretty much the fastest cars. Um, there are a few other people who were pretty fast, but I would I would say those two were the fastest. Reddick, I think, was uh, by and far the, the fastest of everyone Everyone. So I think it's it's good he won the race, but then let's 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 talk about what happened here at the end. Um so we get uh a bunch of cautions um right at the end here and produce uh, a few overtimes. And I think this is where it it you kind of lost me with the race, or it kind of hurt me, I guess, in general, because we I mean we talked about it at oh, I mean a lot of these tracks now. Uh, especially road courses where you you go down to one corner um in the in the very beginning at the restart and you just have people dive bombing um the whole way through the field going like four wide and i i get that it's exciting to see the uh the four wide action in the turn um but it, it almost turns it into a joke where it's just everyone everyone's dive bombing everyone you have to dive bomb or you're going to be dive bombed um and there's nothing you can really do about it. I get why they're doing it. Like, it's the last, it's the last lap. Like, you're not gonna play it safe. You got to try to do something. There's no, you don't really get much for uh, having a good point stand anymore. So, it's kind of like go, go all out, see what you can get. Um, everyone else is going to. So, you just gotta do what you gotta do. Um, but it produces these ends of races like this that uh, it, it's not necessarily racing to me to have like three overtimes where everybody just sends it into turn one as hard as they can. Um, and, and sees what sees what happens. Uh, I think, I think it's just a not great um racing product, but uh, I don't know how you fix it. Uh, you, I feel like you're always going to have it um no matter what. And I don't want to like take uh, moves away from people. But it would be it would be nice if we got a normal battle at the end instead of people dive bombing. Um the one thing I will say that is makes me feel better that Tyler Reddick won. He deserved to win. He ran well all race and was able to defend and, and survive those final restarts. Um I don't think I think he could have done like ten of these things and he still would have had it because he was just so quick and he was uh Who's gonna get in down to the corner? Um, but it, it's nice. I wish we would have a little better battle for the lead, but because of the dive bombing, you had people basically dive bombing for second, and then um once you got there, there it was hard to catch uh Redick, and then people from behind would start dive bombing second, and uh no one could really get to Reddick. So I think that was uh a little bit of downfall of the race, however, still solid race in my opinion. Uh it's cool they went to Dakota. There was a lot of different drivers in the field uh which was cool to see and they all were like well that was crazy. I think I forget who said it. Um but one of the drivers was like I I was just hit there more than I was in the, my whole racing career. Um which which makes sense. Um but uh a little a little drama at the end uh with uh Daniel Suarez, um in one of the one of the last cautions. Um Daniel Suarez what, I think like third or I don't know. He was up there somewhere in decent ways. Um and then the dive bombs happened. It was uh, the eighty eight car Bowman. I always I always forget his name for some reason. Bowman, um, who was hit by Chastain, who was hit by somebody else. Um, giving a little bump to, to Redick or sorry, to Suarez and sending him into Truex and causing that whole, I think the second overtime. Um, and Suarez was pretty upset, which I, I, I get it. You're, you go from racing for a win to getting shoved into Truex and falling all the way back. Um, but I don't think he didn't say so he didn't watch the whole tape because he was really upset at Bowman and it was like Bowman basically got pushed by like four cars behind him into Suarez. It wasn't really Bowman's fault, um, but uh, Suarez proceeds to uh, bump Chastain, go around Chastain, and then bump Bowman while they're on pit road, and uh, a NASCAR uh, official is right next to him. So one, you're, just, you're hitting them right next to the cops. Two, uh, not really a safe thing to be doing. Um, and three, you hit the guy wasn't wasn't even responsible. It was like the freaking malice at the palace when we run our test hit the wrong guy but it's uh not not a great look from Suarez, but i I understand why he's upset um should probably watch the tape and then understand like from all these road course things that have been going on that this is just that just how it is my guy uh you're gonna get dive bombed um it's not even Bowman's fault like. Again, five people pushing them behind them, pretty much into you. Like it's, uh, you should be mad at NASCAR for making these, <laughs> making these things happen. But um, again, I get it. I get what's going on here. Uh, so in the end, uh, you had Redick get the W. Kyle Busch did get by Alex Bowman there at the end to grab second. Uh, then Bowman third, Chastain fourth, Byron. Um, who was doing good but got shuffled back? Uh, like I said, fifth. Uh, Sindrick up there in sixth, pretty good for him. Stenhouse making all his way to seventh. Busher eighth. Gibbs good run for him. Ninth and Todd Gilliland, uh tenth. Um. So overall, it was uh, like I said, pretty good race, but uh, ruined by the end. In in my opinion, um, it did get. From uh Jeff Gluck's uh little poll he does every week, a seventy-two percent. Um second highest race this season. So people seem to seem to like it. Um the viewership was down slightly, which kinda makes sense because it's not the first Coda race anymore, but what are you gonna do? Um and uh yeah, I think think we we got about what we thought we were gonna get. Anyway. Uh in other news, uh the NASCAR twenty-three game is uh was reported that it's it's not gonna come out, <laughs> which is funny because they just got the exclusive license. Um apparently it's never made it out of the design stage. Quote the game was never gonna be fully ready this year. After a while, everyone just assumed it'd just be another update, um, which is kind of sad uh it's nascar seventy fifth year um you couldn't you couldn't crank something out the last game sucked uh the games have been kind of afterthoughts i it's it's disappointing um i think they could be better i mean if you look at what codemasters is doing with f one uh, uh i i guess e a now i i feel like we could make a an okay product but uh, the wrong the wrong studio has the license in my opinion. So that's, that's brutal, but, uh, you know, it, uh, that it is what it is. Uh, let me see what I'm, I'm looking at here. Uh, we also, somebody didn't, uh, a little, a little calculation here on career wins of, of drivers with and without green and white checkered. So if the races would have ended with green and white checkers. Uh, surprise surprise Jeff Gordon has the biggest difference with negative 4 so if green white checkers didn't exist he'd have 97 wins instead of 93 uh, which makes sense because he was just bad at restarts and I don't know it seems like his luck to, to lose races at the end uh, the biggest uh, benef- beneficiary of it is Brad Kozlowski followed by Willie B um, who has Brad Kozlowski has 4 extra wins from green white checkers and Willie B has 3 uh, which it I don't know. Kinda makes sense for BK. I feel like he captures those uh pretty good at restarts, get those those green white checkers. Kevin Harvick also with three, so uh, those those people know how to do it, I guess. But uh weird stuff. Oh well the other thing I want to talk about was the announcers in the booth. We had we had Kurt Bush in the booth, uh who was in my opinion pretty good. I felt like he was the most natural at it of the people like doing it first time. Uh, it was, he had some good stuff to say. I felt like he kind of controlled the conversation and sent a good way. Sometimes he was getting Guter involved when he was there. So, um, which was, that was really funny when they brought him in. I like, I, I, I kind of get it. Like he was on the Red Bull team. Um, he of course is an F1. So they're trying to get some cross there. Uh, it's a road course, but it was, uh, I don't know if he added too much, but I don't know. It's kind of cool having him there. Um, then, of course, he gets a little emotional when when Reddick's uh, winning with his car, which was fun to see. Uh, yeah, Kurt Busch has had a wild, had I guess a wild career of being uh, considered a jerk and kind of was a jerk and like just crazy there for a sec. But uh, uh, has kind of brought it all the way around and being being pretty pretty wholesome here. So. That's that's something I can get behind. People having having change of hearts and 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 coming around to the I don't know, I'll say it the good side. But uh, it's uh, it was cool to see. I think it was a uh, pretty good, pretty okay broadcast from that point of view. Uh, fantasy. Well, I didn't, I didn't get Andy's picks here, but uh, if we just if we just look at who won here, and I don't know the scores at all because I'm Andy beat me again. What the jeez. Oh uh, this is this is bad. I am like five races behind at this point and it's gonna be I think I'm still in second place in points overall for some reason. I don't know how that's possible, but I'll take it. Um but Andy is kicking my butt in the per race uh the per race battle. Um uh, but I, I'm gonna come back here. So next week we're going to Richmond. Uh so I have a nice little lineup here. Alex Bowman, Kyle Larson. Ryan Blaney, Joey Logano, and K. Harvey Oswald because he's a Richmond special. I think he's going to get the W this weekend, unlike Phoenix. And then I have Willie B. in the garage, who I'm going to remember to sub in for one of these losers who messes up. Uh, I have Denny Hammond over Martin Truex Jr., Kevin Harvick over Brad Keselowski, Bell over Logano, and Chastain over Byron. But I, I don't know if those were the best picks, so you probably shouldn't. I wouldn't copy that if I were you. But uh, yeah, hopefully Andy forgets to change his lineup or something. That's gonna be my only hope. Oh, I wonder if I can see. No, I can't. Can't see it. Oh well. Uh, So yeah, those are the picks I need. I should just I should just mark it as I won for Andy so that he doesn't know he was not here. So we'll we'll mark it as a win in my call, and then uh, I won't be behind. I'll only be behind four instead of five. We'll see. Uh, Like I said, next week in Richmond, uh, 3.30. And it will be on FS1 this time. Richmond's always an okay race. We'll see if the new package does this one any justice. We saw it do a little better at Phoenix. Um, This will be a first test on a shorter track. Uh, It's uh, three quarters of a mile, of course, instead of the mile that... uh, Phoenix is and Phoenix is also just a little bit faster. Um, but so we'll get we'll get to see that and uh see what goes on. Uh interesting points grid now. Chastain, first, followed by Kyle Busch, Joey Logano, Harvick, Christopher Bell, and Blaney. Um an interesting interesting points grid. Um you gotta remember all the Hendrick cards got penalized, so that's why they're way down there. Um but I it's still still kind of an interesting grid we got going on. I still can't get used to man. They have Danny Hamlin's uh eleven in the in the, the energy the Interstate Batteries uh font, which uh throws me off. I know he ran that for the race, but it's uh it's, it's weird me out, man. It should only be on the eighteen. Um, but cool. Uh yeah. I think that's all I'm gonna do today. A short one for you guys. I don't have Andy to kind of bounce off of here. I'm just making this stuff up as I go and uh, figuring it out. So again, Richmond three 30 Sunday, be there, be square. I watched, I watched Coda on a plane. I didn't know that was possible, but I did it. So I'm going to try to watch this one, not on a plane. Um, and you should too. And then Andy will be back next week and we'll, uh, we'll be having a good time again. So, Uh, Thanks for listening, and we'll see you for a normal cast next week. Bye.